Welcome to MLB from CD Baseball. I'm your host, James Morris, and a lot of things have happened over the past couple days because today is the trade deadline, and all those players who want to be traded or need to be traded have been traded or are going to be traded. And boy, I said trade a lot. But anyway, let's let's get right into it. The very first, not the biggest trade uh, so far. We'll talk about that later today because I'm probably going to do a couple podcasts. But I want to talk about Trey Mancini. The Orioles' first baseman has been really, really good. And um, he has been traded to the Astros. And according to Mancini, there are so many emotions, good and bad. And um, and here we go. So first of all, the, the Trey Mancini has been traded to the Houston Astros. The Astros get Trey Mancini and uh, Jaden Murray from the Rays, but the Orioles get this guy named Seth Johnson, a uh, Orioles number eight prospect now, and uh, Chase Dermott, number twelve prospect. But um, they only get two prospects. We always get two prospects. And we're we're going to talk about them here soon. So the Astros, they're traded Trey Mancini, and Trey Mancini, as we well know, is a solid, solid player. He had ten home runs. I believe he's batting two sixty eight. And they also traded a couple players. We're going to talk about that. Uh, they traded their closer, Jorge Lopez. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But Trey Mancini, he's a home run derby uh, candidate. He's a rookie of the year candidate, all-star candidate. And um, he is he really is a solid player. He's 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 really been solid. The Orioles loved him. And he has been traded to the Houston Astros, who, you know, since Yuri Gurriel has not been very good for them, they, they might switch him to Mancini out. Maybe even put uh, Gurriel or Mancini. Uh, since Mancini isn't the best uh, defender, they probably put him at DH. Um, but so the Orioles get this guy named Seth Johnson, a right-handed pitcher, the number eight prospect for the Orioles. And you can never go wrong with getting a number eight prospect. But uh, Trey Mancini is probably more than just a number eight prospect. I feel like you could have got someone a little bit better at Trey Mancini. And then also you get um, another guy, and uh, where I can't find his, I can't find him. But uh, he another solid guy that they that they really need. They also get a right-handed pitcher named Chase. McDermott, or whatever his name is, he is also a pitcher, a number twelve prospect from the Astros. He is a, a both those are pitchers, and both those pitchers are really good. But I feel like I had a Trey Mancini, the home run derby uh, candidate, and pretty much every he's been in a candidate for pretty much every single thing. And uh, you only get two prospects out of Trey Mancini. I don't think that's really what the Orioles should d- deserve out of Trey Mancini. But literally, what the Orioles are saying is so you know the Orioles they have a chance of making the playoffs. Only three, I believe, three and a half games out of making the third wild card spot. They are fifty-two and fifty-one, and uh, by trading Trey Mancini and their closer Jorge Lopez, are they're really just saying okay, we're not we're, our plan is not to make the playoffs this year. It's going to be a little too hard for us. We're going to try to make the playoffs the next year. So since trading Trey Mancini, uh, first baseman they've had for a long time, trading their solid closer, um, they're getting prospects out of them, and their ETA is by next year or the uh, year after that. So hopefully those guys will pan out and um, show some really good progress for the Orioles and finally make the playoff because they've been outfield for a long time. But now let's talk about Jorge Lopez because the Jorge Lopez trade, uh, Jorge Lopez for me is a uh, an interesting player because he has uh, he. Okay, last year he wasn't he we can all agree. Last year he wasn't the best, but Ori Lopez he really turned a corner and he's been really he he's playing really, really well. So here is his pitching stats. Um he has six losses, so obviously his losses are not what they want to be, but uh as I they pitch they pitch Ori Lopez a lot. And what I like about Ori Lopez, he used to be a starter. 
Uh, I feel I think they saw some potential in him as a reliever or something, so they put him as a uh, a closer. Uh, I believe he was a I believe he was a starter. But just in 2021, he had a 6.07 ERA. In 2020, a 6.34 ERA. In 2019, 2018, 2016, same ERA. 6.33, 6.35, 5.03. He does not have a good ERA. And all of a sudden, he jumps back and says, you know what? I'm going to be good. I'm going to be an all-star. And I'm going to have a 1.68 ERA this year. And that's what he's doing so far. He has 19 saves. And uh, yes, he has six losses, but... Reliever is always going to get a loss every once in a while. His ERA plus is 241, so that uh, it's looking good. And all, he really looks really good. He's uh, pitched 48 innings. He has only walked 17. He has struck out 54. And uh, he has a really nasty slider, a solid curveball. He can throw gas if he wants to. And Ori Lopez, I think they're really, really happy to have him. And uh, I think the all the Orioles fans are really, really thankful for what they got out of Jorge Lopez. But um, so let's talk about who got who. And so the Orioles obviously traded Jorge Lopez to the Twins. And uh, the Twins also gave them, or the Orioles also gave the Twins some cash, including Jorge Lopez. The Orioles get Yanir Cano, a right handed pitcher, Jan Dunez, also a pitcher, Cade Povich, uh, also a pitcher, the Twins number 22 prospect, and Juan Rojas. And what I think is interesting here for the Orioles is that. You get, they get, you get four solid players. None of those players are uh, jumping out at me or anything. But uh, those four players aren't worth more than the players you got at Trey Mancini, in my opinion. And Trey Mancini, at least I think he has more uh, more war than Jorge Lopez does. And um, I really think uh, I think you guys did good on the trade. At least you never know what these guys are going to get. I feel like guys could. I feel like you got Orioles should get one, maybe just two of a better prospects because all these guys are, not all these guys are prospects and I don't think you guys will get, well, I don't think all these guys will pan out if they're not looking very sharp. But I think uh, you guys did, you guys, you guys did better. I think you, I think it was better than, I seriously think the Twins did not get the best deal here because Ori Lopez, what I, what I think is a big deal is you get well, you get a closer that looks really good for one year. You guys are freaking out about him, and you guys want to get him. But just be uh, – he's had – Jorge Lopez had horrible, horrible years, his past and his past. And you never know what's ha- going to happen in his future. But he's only had a one good year, and you're trading all uh, lots of solid players to get Jorge Lopez. And do I think Jorge Lopez is solid? Yes. But we have no idea if he's going to be good or bad next year because hitters obviously figured out – what he did bad a uh, lot his last couple of years, they can easily do this this year and the next year. All you got to do is adjust. So I don't know what they're going to do about Ori Lopez. I think Ori Lopez can be and probably should be really, really good. But I'm just getting a little scared because you guys did not get the greatest prospects in the world out of your two better players. And by and by trading those players, you said we're not going to make the playoffs this year. You guys are obviously going to try, but you don't have the talent to make the playoffs this year, and you guys probably won't. So next year, the year after that, it most definitely, probably – because um, you guys got those prospects that should pan out. But we will see. And the Orioles, I honestly think you guys are a team to watch out for a little bit in the future because you guys all really do want to be good. And Adley Rutschman is really playing well as well. So that's it on the Orioles. I think you guys you guys, you guys, uh, made some uh, somewhat, somewhat good uh, trades. But um, <clears throat> let's talk about one more. Oh, no, not one more. Let's talk about another big, big trade, and this is the Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers just traded probably the best, uh, the best, 
the best pitcher of the best closer of 2022, and that is Josh Hader. He has the most saves, 29 saves, and they have trade. Uh, they have they traded Josh Hader to the San Diego Padres for Taylor Rogers, a closer, the Nelson Lamette, Robert Gasser, and Estrali Ruiz. And here is why I think the Brewers uh, got the deal way way better. So the Brewers traded obviously closer. The, the best closer by one save in all of MLB. And then they got this, uh, the runner-up for the most saves, Taylor Rogers, plus some. So you literally just swap trades. You literally just you literally just swap two closers, and the Brewers got more out of it. So if, you're, if I'm the Padres, okay, hey, we got Josh Hader, but we just gave up four more players and our closer. So who's going to close it out for the Padres? He probably got someone that I don't know, but literally all you did was swap the players and the, you added a couple players to Josh Hader. So I don't feel like that's a very smart decision for the Padres because um, I, don't, I just it's not looking good because, I mean, so <clears throat> here's the exact players that went to the Brewers. Taylor Rogers, a closer who has 28 saves, a couple losses. Janelson Lamette, a starter who's been struggling but is still young and can be really good. Robert Gasser, a, a big, a pretty good prospect. Estrelli Ruiz, another guy who's uh, looking decent. But uh, this move seems like the Brewers really, really want to make the NL Central and maybe make the World Series. You never know. I feel like the hitting is what they need the most. But instead, the Orioles got the or not the Orioles. Gosh, the uh, the Brewers literally have the one of the best relief pitching all of baseball, and you just added to it. And uh, a lot of people are saying Denelson Lamette will head to the bullpen, which I don't think he should because you guys need more. Your guys' pitching is amazing. If you guys should have got some more hitters. But you guys swapped uh, closers, and I think the Brewers definitely got better out of this because the Padres got Josh Hader. And Josh Hader's not even playing this that good this year. He's had four losses. ERA is uh, his highest he's had all year. But I guess we'll see. I think overall the Brewers had a better uh, – did, did better on that. And um, so, yeah. And the last trade we're going to talk about, at least for now, or hopefully going to talk about more, there's one huge trade we're going to talk about a little bit later, uh, maybe later today. But Luis Castillo of the Cincinnati Reds, probably the biggest pitcher of the market that uh, got traded, is now has now been traded. And uh, I think the Reds probably did they, did, they did very, very good, got some extremely good prospects out of this. They got Nolive Marte, Edwin Aguaro, uh, Levi Stout, and Andrew Moore. For just Luis Castillo and uh, Noeve Marte, he's number one now for the Reds prospects. Edwin Waro is six. Levi Stout, I believe, is tenth. And the, the the Reds are looking really good with this trade right now. And um, as Castillo's departuring, the the Mariners obviously are glad to have him because they've not made the playoffs in a long time. They're hoping that he that he will do good and the Mariners will make the playoffs. But overall, the Reds have been made this trade phenomenal well they have traded tommy fam tyler malley and luis castillo we're hopefully going to talk about those two uh those other trades a little bit later today but a lot of this is pretty big because castillo had put um great numbers here i believe a 2.63 era uh the mariners are very lucky to have him because he will in fact play we all know he was really good but mariners i give the mariners a grade as a b because uh, i mean castillo can never go wrong with him and he will definitely do well with them but um I mean the Reds. I have to give an A plus because they that that's they did really really good, and uh, I mean obviously they're a struggling team. They're rebuilding and they're trying to get those prospects, and they definitely got prospects out of them. They traded Ducky Barnhart, released Wade Miley, you know they just traded uh, Tommy Pham, all those guys, 
and uh, we will see because I don't. And also, the, some of these prospects for the uh, Reds are looking pretty good now. Ole Marte, uh, he's number one prospect for the Reds, and the, he he's looking really really good. He hits for uh, power and contact. Does not strike out much and can steal some bases. So that's that's what the Mariners <coughs> gave up. Um, they have Ole Marte a shortstop, Edwin Warrior a shortstop, Levi Stout a right-handed relief pitcher, Andrew Moore also a pitcher as well. That's what the Reds get, and I think that's really good because uh, obviously the Reds don't need Castillo as much because this is a rebuild year. All of them are rookies, and by trading Tyler Malley, they're definitely definitely going to get a lot worse now. But um, they're they're getting a lot of these prospects. Hopefully, they can get really good. Their farm system is going to be look, they're going to is looking really good as of right now. And uh, I believe that is it. We're going to talk about there's a lot more trades have happened, but I'm not going to do that right now because I'll be too long of a podcast with just me. I'm hopefully going to do a podcast with Campbell. Um, or someone like that. So uh, please take another listen, share this podcast, and thank you for listening.